three, two. Good afternoon, people. You're back. You're back with uh, episode two on finance and education. This is Adil. I have my lovely friend Dhawal out here, and we have a special guest today who's joining us. Um, uh, his name's Priyank. I would let uh, Priyank and Dhawal introduce themselves. Guys, we are live. Let's go. All right. It's a pleasure to be here again on the show. Good morning, everyone. You already know me. You already know Adil a little bit about ourselves. Priyank, Priyank is a very good friend. Uh, we have been friends since four years. It's not about the friendship, but it's more about finance. Since that's the topic we are going to cover today, finance and education a little bit, but more about finance today. And I feel like Priyank has been one of the individual I have met who is also so much actively interested in the topic and I've seen him doing investment by himself. So I thought this would be a good episode to bring him as a guest on the episode. Priyank, take it away. Introduce yourself. What do you do, man? Tell us, let everyone know. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me over on this lovely podcast. Uh, I feel like it, this is really great having a chill conversation over a podcast with a bunch of good friends who have who are like-minded and it just brings you joy so thank you uh, myself uh, my background education wise i have been in computer science field since 2009 uh, i have worked in computer science field in it industry for five six years overall uh, right. i have been uh into financial markets uh stocks crypto uh mostly uh since i believe three and a half years but i haven't done much trading i have been in more into uh investments uh stocks and crypto mostly as i said uh yeah it has been a fantastic journey uh i have learned a lot about trading uh i feel like more than i know about investment but it's just i felt like not right time for entering like as a beginner uh um, based on current situation of the market right uh i would love to start on it and we can have another podcast on trading i feel like it would be great um so yeah this is a little bit about me Right. Uh, you know, this will be such a perfect balanced episode. You have an investor, you have a trader uh, on the team, and you have someone who's trying to learn as well. I'm not saying I'm I'm perfect. Even I'm learning at the point uh, at this point in my life. But at the same time, uh, I'm I am actively trading, so I mm -hmm. still have some knowledge to give. I still have something, my experiences to share. And at the same time, Priyank brings same thing, but with investment. Yeah, man. I feel like uh, you never stop learning, right? Whatever process yeah. you're in, even after 10 years, uh, you may find it much easier to do what you're doing investing-wise, trading-wise, but the learning curve would never stop, right? Uh, can I just take two seconds and go off topic? Uh, yeah. I've So I've lived with both of y'all and... It's so silly that when all of us were together, we could have done this in person, but it was just meant to be like this. It's I'm so happy. At least I have you all on the screen with me, and we're just talking about all of these things. 
man, you're like two of my closest friends. <laughs> uh, I was saying, you know what, this, uh, this would have been on a very different level if we started when we were living together, very different content, very different vibe. And I think, you know, we would be able to post video as well. But even if this is how it's supposed to be, I'm, I'm not complaining, but I'm enjoying this process. I'm, I'm glad that at least we have started doing this. Thank you for being there, Adil. It's it's yep. pleasure. Thank for you for sure. Yeah, when, yeah, for sure. When we were living together, it could have been on a different level, definitely. Uh, but I mean, when we were living together, we did do other productive things. So uh, I, 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 I can't complain. Perfect. No complaints yet, man. So coming back to the topic, um, for me, finance is it's a big deal for me because I'm even very precise about my budget and stuff like that. Investing wise, I feel the first major investments I made was um, with Priyank's help. I feel the biggest investment so far I've made is into Cineplex with, uh, again, that was with Priyank's advice. This was during the pandemic. Um, I also feel when it comes to investing or trading, trading is still more lucrative. It requires at least some knowledge and experience. But when it comes to investing, I feel investing should be made available to everyone. Uh, since since Priyank, you've been investing for a while, how do you think investments can be made easier to everyone? Or why do people stay away from long-term investments in the stock market or share market? Okay, Cineplex, yeah. Uh, during pandemic time, it was, I think, really great opportunity because it was, it was, it sinked way down, I think, than like, way down than it it what it should have uh so it was a good uh i feel like it it wasn't a really investment but it was that was more of a trade because i feel like uh the max you could got out of that uh investment was in like seven eight months after of it and for six seven months i would just call it like swing trading right uh but yeah so for investment uh, I feel like you have to look at politics if it's a really big company because politics affects how big companies work. Uh, uh, and they always have strings uh, pulled uh, of big corporates by politicians, right? So you have to understand how uh, politics is affecting companies if it's big companies. Uh, look at their financial statements, quarterly statements. I also feel like the presentations they do on quarterly also helps you make uh, good investment choices by looking at what they have achieved in past quarter, uh, and you can you can look at their how 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 the company's future is bending at every every quarter, right? Uh, you can add on or remove your current investment to your current investment, uh, things like that. The point which you mentioned about the political influence on the company, most of the companies in the market, is lobbying. I don't think lobbying is that common in everywhere. Yes, I USA has huge lobbying. Hey, man. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, I just wanted to ask, like, what is lobbying for somebody who just does not yeah. know what lobbying is? Yeah, like I mentioned, lobbying is nothing but political influence on the companies. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. So okay. you basically, yeah, the companies, uh, 
the companies give you some money. Have you seen House of Cards, by the way? Me? Are you asking yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, either uh, politicians or uh, or businessmen pay money to each other uh, to yeah. get whatever agenda they have politically. Or even oh, okay, 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 politicians. Okay, like, yeah. uh, so that's lobbying, basically illegal under the table activities that, that like no one knows. But, uh, yeah, so but, I was just going but, to say but, to the all that it happens in all the countries. Uh, the only difference is that it happens with big corporates who have big market cap. Because, of course, money is the influence in today's world, right? So politicians can only i mean they can like influence anyone they want but like the most beneficial uh lobbying activities are with big corporates i feel like or so, if you okay, have lobbying connections even though you are a small yeah. company lobbying is is a big part and you can say in every country but the problem is not every country has set of rules regarding lobbying there are no rules set regarding lobbying in, in India, right? You cannot go and start lobbying. But whereas in USA, mm -hmm. big corporates do have their hold in the government, either it's left government or right government, doesn't matter. So lobbying is a, a very active practice in USA. That was a, that's what I was trying to say. Uh, the reason why I asked Adil about uh, has he watched House of Cards because there is a whole segment about lobbying thing. They show how the uh, how the connections are made, how much how the monies are being paid, what kind of agendas they might have. So House of Cards also gives you a good insight about more more about the political review or political area of USA, but. Uh, gives you another aspect of how they are going to influence based on the agenda or that particular uh, interest or the people who hold them that they push that interest showing how the lobbying actually works how they bring in the mps to bring someone in the power or a lackey in power so the big industrialists hold more power over the puppet, general population yeah over the general population of USA uh, rather than uh, the politician or the president having the more power over the uh, general population, basically. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, why don't you... Okay, Priyank, this 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 one question I really wanted to ask you is how, how did you and why... What was the interest or when did it that you want to go into the investment thing or you want to start investment how did you get introduced to it what made you think okay i should try this tell us more um, about it. back in india i always had friends who were into financial markets i i didn't know anything at at point at that point in uh but yeah i i always heard them talking about it then when I came to Canada, I started looking into uh, U.S. markets because I felt like uh, if not Indian market, uh, then U.S. stock market would be really great opportunity because uh, it's it's a really big economy and there is really great opportunities. So for beginner, the bigger the market is, I think it's good. Uh, and so in back in 2016, I started learning about it, but I, I never really started it. So. I started gathering all the knowledge and information uh, 
by taking courses, uh, looking, uh, listening to podcasts and stuff. Uh, then when pandemic hit, uh, I felt like this is a really great opportunity because uh, every crash is not just a loss for everyone. Uh, you can make yeah, it's an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, it's an opportunity if you can make if you can find the right opportunities. Um, so I felt yeah. like it was a great uh, time to for me to start, and I started. Uh, learning more and more about it, basically giving more time to it and started actually uh, uh, making uh, investments and trades. Uh, my first investment was actually uh, crypto, uh, not even stock market. Uh, so I started uh, investing into crypto, mostly just main ones like Ethereum, Bitcoin, uh, Chainlink, uh, so, uh, the Cardano all these like five major ones in top 10. Uh, there are a lot of other great cryptocurrency out there in the market, uh, but I had to deep down and put a lot of time into it to find those opportunities and I didn't have the time uh, as I was trying to advance in my own career as well, right? Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna spend more time on it. So that was how I started. And then uh, I became confident and I started uh, taking courses for stock market and I was like okay this is similar I can do it uh, so I started making uh, stock investments uh, right uh, in March 2020 I think 2019 uh, 2020 yeah when pandemic hit right so uh, and since then I have been actively investing uh, so yeah, that's that's about it. Right. Um, yeah, this is true. You know what? Every disaster, every loss is not just a loss or disaster. Yeah. It's a big opportunity, and especially in financial market, everyone is going to say, everyone who knows market has been investor or trader, they are going to say the same thing. It's not necessarily that every crash is a bad thing. There is an opportunity. That means opportunities are coming up. Yeah. It's just the it's just that how you educate yourself. How do you try to assess the market at that point in time and try to assess what are the opportunities that that are coming to your way? As long as you are doing some research, as as long as you are actively interested and researching on it, you will come up way better than you were uh, when the market was going to crash. I have the same yeah. question for you, Adil. How? Uh, how about you? What what made you interested in this uh, to pursue or, you know, at least start looking this way? And about pandemic, you know what? This is very true that pandemic has created a lot of retail investors and traders. Uh -huh. Because pandem pandemic has forced everyone or at least showed them that there is a way other than not working nine to five to make money uh, through financial market. And it's not that... Uh, it's not that big of a gamble. It's not a gamble. You know, there is there are risks associated, but it's not a big risk as long as you are understanding the fundamentals, as long as you are learning how to trade, what are what is yeah. trading and everything, as long as you are doing the, those kind of research. Yeah, and I, I want to add to that. Uh, uh, pandemic definitely uh, pushed uh, the number of retail traders. But I feel like that was bound to happen. Uh, and the reason 
why I say that is because uh, Robinhood, right? Robinhood was the first major platform in USA that came up with uh, $0 trading. Uh, mm -hmm. So you can trade and, and, and in conjunction with that, what worked uh, was uh, social media, TikTok, Instagram for financial markets, short video, very, very informative. You learn really good things in like seconds, right? Uh, so I feel like that, uh, both of these things and pandemic helped pushed everyone to be more uh, financially smart and go ahead and take advantage of internet, uh, possibility, endless possibilities out there. Uh, people do a lot of things on the side. So this is just one of the other thing you can do uh, because of technology, right? Rob what Robinhood did was not achievable like few years back. Right. And after that, in Canada, you saw Wealthsimple, $0 uh, for trade investments, right? And then after that, so many other banking, like traditional banking, old corporates who haven't uh, taken much benefits of technology were pushed to provide competitive pricing uh, compared because of the competition from Robinhood and the likes of Robinhood. So yeah, I think all of these things work in conjunction to push this uh, for like a human's happiness because happiness like depends on how much, not just how much valuable you are, but how socially connected you are to each other. And that also matters when you are, you know, financially capable enough of your taking care of your life. And if you can do that, then you are happy generally. And it, it I feel like it all, it is all connected. It's all a circle. So the more you try to do good in, in your social life, as well as in your financial life, the more human, it's going to be good for humanity, human beings overall. Yeah, then, uh, tell us how you got introduced and everything. Uh, oh, yeah, man. Uh, really good points, Priyank. You made some really good points. And thank you for the question, Nawal. Um, so for me, when I came to trading, it was just like a way to make easy money. That's what I thought at least it was. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't even like a long-term game. It was like, okay, man, how do how to make money quickly? Right, just like that hustling instinct. Uh, one thing I've always been good at is looking at the bigger picture. So when I actually started getting into investing, my strategy was very simple that I want to make money, but I don't really have the ability to gamble. I don't really have the capital to gamble, like put in money quickly, invest in something and then trade it for a higher value. Neither did I have the time or the knowledge to do that. Or the time to find the knowledge to do that, right? So that, that's why I started looking investing. Uh, the first time I spoke to Priyanka and I made a major invest into Cineplex, it was like, okay, at this point, because of the pandemic, nobody's going to the movies. The theaters are closed. That's why the price makes sense. The pandemic is going to get over at some point and then people are going to start going back. Once the movie theater's business is back, the price is going to go up. That was my first thing that clicked, that made me want to get into investment more. Um, another reason why I started looking at investments is because 
if you see like all the people who've gotten out of the rat race, all your millionaires, your billionaires, they have some kind of investment, not even investment. They have another source of income, which is not just their job. Side hustle. Oh, yeah. Yes. So investments are not necessarily like a side hustle, but even if you, instead of just saving that money, the possibly put it into companies that you know will grow. For example, my major investments at this point are into McDonald's because nobody stop eating. Nobody's going to stop eating fast food. Uh, Nike, it's a brand I trust. I wear Nike so much. Uh, why wouldn't I invest in the brand? So all these simple daily brands that you know are going to continue servicing people at least for the next five to 10 years, you can bet them, you can bet your money on that. And I don't put all my money into my that I know I can afford. So I make a budget. Like I said, I like to budget my money out and then some portion of it goes to my investments. Irrespective, this is a discipline I've built. No matter how my time is gone, I've just invested some amount of money. The thing that I really started practicing was uh, for people who don't know anything about investments, the easiest way to start investing is go to your bank. Every bank has a financial advisor who will guide you towards at least a simple mutual fund portfolio. So when I started making a, a decent amount of salary, I went to my bank, spoke to a portfolio manager out there. I started with an investment of $25 bi-weekly. That's it. As simple as that. You can start from $5 bi-weekly that right and from 25 dollars bi-weekly i moved up to 50 i moved up to 75 dollars now since the past three years no matter what has happened that 75 dollars has been put away right irrespective it's just like an expense it's already on my debit account it's coming out of my bank account i make sure that that 75 dollars is there in my bank account to come out even if i've had 200 dollars i've made sure that my money is there in that right and that is like one discipline i believe everybody should build is investment is not difficult it's another source of income uh provided you're seeing the bigger picture you're seeing where you're going with your investments yeah um um i want to add a bunch of things to what you said uh Definitely one way to look at stock market or like when you are investing is look at regular brands you use and see if it's good one to invest into, right? Uh, mm -hmm. That's definitely one good way to start. Uh, and that's just the start of financial market. And I think it's a really good start. Uh, as long as you see that the demand is gonna be up and the company is going to be less uh uh, uh, uh going to be more efficient as the time goes i think it's a good signal for an investment right uh basic things like that it's 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 good i mean you might lose money but as when you are beginning you just want to see the way you are thinking your ideas are uh, you are able to make a positive trade or a losing trade right so even if you are losing initially that's okay because you are not betting much uh, you can also do uh, 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 simulation trading right uh, with real yeah. market data uh, 
Another thing I wanted to add uh, about starting from as low as $5 biweekly, uh, another related thing is fractional uh, share investment, right? So uh, that has also opened up a lot of opportunity because if you wanted to, let's say someone wanted to really invest into a big company and the price was like, let's say $3,000, let's say Amazon, right? You wouldn't be able to afford that, like, let's say, initially with someone who is starting right but now you well, can you can buy 0 0.2 uh not one yeah. whole share but just 0 0.2 share right so that is also another thing that that's that goes with pushing the retail traders i feel like with time they are you i i, won't, I don't want to say moving towards more of a retail centric uh, but yes, they, they are definitely accommodating and making it easier for retail investors and traders to jump into the market, uh, try and see how it works for them. So everyone has way more better opportunity or access to investment and trading uh, right now than ever before, right? Uh, we are living in a very good time especially when it comes to technology and when there is technology we are we are having easy access to investment and trading like like we mentioned about robin hood we mentioned about wealth simple there were so uh, plenty of other platforms just for crypto right they came up very fast during the boom of crypto uh, during the yeah. pandemic platform where you can easily buy and sell crypto it was difficult before because you have to do some research where you can buy which is a uh, which one is a reliable source of buying crypto but during pandemic uh technological and uh, technological boom sorry crypto boom uh, made it easier for technological technology to make it accessible for retail traders and investors now uh coming to the point which adil made about making an easy and fast money most of the time when a retail trader investor comes there's the money uh there's the that's something they have in the mind i think uh when i got first introduced to the market or everything i wasn't that much interested in it but when i started seeing people making hundreds of millions of dollars just overnight i was like how how are they doing that and that that piqued my interest i was like if it's that easy making millions of dollars just by you know investing and by the way it was just investing the the term which i knew i didn't know about trading i didn't know about how many different kind of traders that can be how many you can do it by yourself or you get you have to go in market to a broker to open your portfolio or something i had no about all this kind of things i only knew that i want to make money i want to make money fast that's something most of the retail traders and investor comes in uh now i feel like if you stick around, if you if you're re really learning how to and if you have genuine interest about how to trade or invest, that is a skill which is going to help you not just for a month or two months. That's going to help you for your life. You're going to make yourself disciplined if you are interested in it. And if you are disciplined, if you are learning about market, market just repeats itself. History repeats itself. Uh, I feel like it's the same way, specifically if I'm talking about trading and trading in Forex. With my experience, I started it with paper trading, which you mentioned, Priyank. I started with paper trading. I learned what what is what. 
but once i have learned you cannot just keep on watching video about what is how to do trade or what you are looking for everything mm -hmm. unless unless you are in the market and you are testing your knowledge about what you have learned you are not going to know what you have learned or you are actually utilizing your knowledge learning about it practically implying it are two different things uh -huh. when i started paper trading i was doing good uh, initially yeah uh -huh. I, obviously it was difficult for me to find out what what are the pattern different kind of patterns are but since i was doing research about it for a very long time and you know adil you have seen me yeah uh, i have been learning about it and then i started paper trading now paper trading is very easy because that's not real money real real test begins when you are putting your real money and your emotions also comes into play i said that the last time too so make sure when you are very confident when you are on your paper trading you have completed and con uh, confirmed that okay now I, it's time for me to move to doing re real trading go on but at the same time emotions will come in so be prepared to assess yourself and be in the presence that okay you know what this trade i had lost so i have to stop or you know i'm making angry or making sad only put the money which you are ready to lose most important and do not keep on adding money if you are losing constantly take some time take some time off and do again i did the same thing when i lost lots of money i took some time off 2 3 months off and then i got back in but yeah be disciplined uh yeah what were you saying adil or priyank yeah i mean like these are really good tips but i feel like to start i think there is a lot of tips uh how to start like uh, one thing is uh, risk reward ratio right uh so there are so many things like that that you have to keep in mind uh but yeah it's it's a deep uh topic i think there are so many things you can talk about uh another thing i wanted to touch base was uh how you said that crypto platforms were up in like so less time and everyone was using it like millions of people were using it within short period of time after of after those platforms were up and platforms like uh binance right like binance founder cheng peng zhao he's a really smart uh, coder he's uh, he has background in in computer science uh he is canadian i think as well uh he coded the whole uh, binance platform he, himself so there were so many smart geniuses out there uh who saw this opportunity coming uh when pandemic hit they knew that crypto is going to be a big thing and while the world war uh is looming over when russia and uh, ukraine thing started i think it 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 pushes uh those inventors more uh for for the good of uh, crypto field right uh so yeah a lot of good things happened uh, geniuses who saw this opportunity acted quickly on it started coding the whole freaking products that millions of people will be using in like short time by themselves or like by a really small team so it it's it, yeah they put their own money into it uh uh they bet their own money into those companies and yeah i th i think it was a really good uh bounce in the crypto field last three right. years specifically speaking yeah right 
yet another example of every disaster or crash is not necessarily a crash or disaster it's an opportunity <laughs> yeah man so what i wanted to ask you was um, if you're getting started in forex what is like one one or two things that you need to know like well like investing i know you're just buying a share but for forex i understand money but how how is this forex thingy working for something just in like simple layman terms it's very simple uh, just okay. just think of think of okay there is a base currency and then there is a currency it's just exchange or difference of prices of two different currencies us dollar and indian rupees right one okay. indian dollars oh sorry one uh, us dollar is 60 rupees let's just okay. say right um now depending upon the economy's growth depending upon um uh, their quarterly or monthly employment rate depending upon how they did last month the economy of usa did last month in terms of like i said employment and employment rate uh we also see performance of the companies basically gdp okay we, uh, if if it's going good right the us dollar will rise that will be uh-huh. $1 now will be 65 rupees okay now that is just assuming that india is stagnant at that point okay, okay. now obviously in real life economies change faster now look at indian economy at this point indian economy is doing very good uh compared to what they did last month that means 1 dollar 1 usd dollar is now less that is earlier it was 60 rupees now it's let's say 55 rupees so you know those changes those little, little changes in the currency value value of the currency now depending upon you saying so i feel like forex particularly most probably is more of a technical analysis of a chart rather than learning more about a specific company which you do during your investment right you see yeah. the portfolio of the company you see what they are coming up what are the products with they are coming up with if there is any uh, what we call bad marketing or any bad news which will happen to lose a uh, potential investors interest or faith in it which will make it make the shares go down something like that okay. but i feel like forex is more more of a technical analysis it it does have aspect of researching about the economy like i said uh, i use forexfactory.com to learn about all the stats which i need for that day if i'm trading so it will have all kind of data which i need to be aware of during the day as it happens uh, the data has been updated let's say if the financial uh, finance market of usa is making any announcement so until that announcement is broken uh, it can affect the value of us currency depending upon what the uh, announcement was made or what why they call the press conference so all those small details if you are looking into it if you are uh, learning those two parallel things in parallel you'll be fine but it's more of a technical analysis so i feel like it's way, very easy 
to know if it's going an uptrend or downtrend depending if you are going to bet if it's going if us dollar is going to do better compared to the indian currency you are going to place a bet or place a trade saying that it's going to go up and you place uh, managing your risk and reward uh, situation if it goes up you are going to make money if not you have selected amount of money you want uh, you have risked which you lose similarly uh, one the very good aspect about forex which i like compared to uh, investment or investment in particular stock market is you can also short the currency by short i mean let's say if uh, you know depending upon the announcement made or the data which you have seen that uh -huh. the us currency's value is going to go down that is you are going to short the currency you are selling the currency and you are still making money by selling the us currency uh now one thing which as a rookie i was very confused about about this forex trading was do you need that forex currency do you need to hold the us dollar or do you need to hold that great british pound in order to trade no you do not as long as you have a broker you have put your money with a broker account everything is will be done in the us dollar which is the current dominant uh, or the most exchanged currency so us world, dollar is one currency yeah. yes world currency yeah uh, so you do not need to buy indian rupees you do not need to buy canadian dollar you do not need to buy great british pound or japanese yen in okay. order to change or trade in the market investor uh, market it will be in the us dollar uh, your value will be in us dollar your profit your losses will be in us dollar it's just that you are placing your trade based on uh, your favorite currency based on the data you are getting okay. you know very simple that's the, while, the best way i can put it yeah while we are at this topic i would really love to talk about uh, brics currency and uh, saudi arabia's request on joining brics uh yeah just we'll, we'll come to that we'll uh, come to that but wait we'll come to that how uh, my question basically was how that changes uh forex market dynamics okay uh can you can you repeat the question what was it uh so we have bricks right uh yeah yeah russia yeah, yeah. india china brazil yeah, yeah. and south africa and, yeah and so they are creating like since us is uh uh, kicking us has kicked russia out of, of swift uh mm -hmm. they are creating their own platform like swift uh called bricks right which yeah. is just basically yep. you won't need us dollars uh yep. you will be directly uh trading in your own currencies between these six in countries bricks yeah yes. and these are uh, these are all allies right and right now russia needs support mm -hmm. So now India yes. is also uh, playing politics against United States because United States has also been playing politics with India. I know they are friends, but they still do play politics, right? Uh, so now Saudi Arabia, who is uh, so basically Saudi Arabia's top three oil customers are one of them is China, India, and I think there is another one. Uh, in top five or ten so they buy so much fucking oil from them so if they become part of bricks uh they are putting all their money into this bricks pool brick system right so which is also another way to say fuck you to united states best friend saudi arabia okay um 
few things few things okay this is kind of more of a geopolitical situation uh so okay not of a financial market i would love well, to discuss all this topic and it's a very interesting is, topic is and boring, right? and yes uh that 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 affects a lot uh so right now what's happening let's let's give some context to what's actually happening in the world at this point of time before i explain what is brics currency why it's important now and why we are discussing it right now okay so a little bit of context everyone knows pandemic hit and then there was a war between there is a war in ukraine and russia uh, one thing i really want want to make clear is I I really don't think USA is ally or is a friend of any other country. No. USA serves its own agenda. Uh it, it's more of an opportunistic friendship. If USA finds that you know this is what I want to do in in order to stay where I am to be the world power, they are going to kiss your ass no matter what who you are. Right? First thing. Second thing, uh brics yes uh that's an alliance of few countries uh, which priyank mentioned brics mm-hmm. currency so uh there is I, i i don't want to say conspiracy or anything but yes uh, it has been around in the market that the dominance of us dollar needs to go down now and especially after the war and the sanctions and everything that has been happening especially with the there is not much of a good leadership in usa yes there were the usa and russia are not friends and there is no new news or for anyone currently the allies the geopolitical situation is european union usa you can say that's the west uh, russia china india they are more of aligning aligning towards Russia's partnership but i wouldn't say india is aligning with russia india is aligning with its own interest india is a non strategic partner non strategic ally with everyone let's say if tomorrow they are going to get a better deal with oil from some other country they are definitely going to not definitely but they are going to see and observe that okay this is a better deal for my people they are going to do that so currently if russia is offering and russia has been a very good partner to india and through and through and they have shown in action not just in terms of speaking whereas uh, america just says that they are good friends they are good partners but no the, your actions doesn't show that if you see right now they are going to cap uh, the oil prices of russia to 60 dollars a barrel now the pressure is on india depending if they are going to acknowledge it or not at the same time G20 has appointed Narendra Modi as the G20 presidency president coming back to BRICS so the BRICS currency is basically trying to avoid this kind of sanctions which the which USA and European Union are trying to put on uh, Russia one thing Jay Shankar the uh, external affairs minister of India said west west things that its problem its world's problem but world's problem is not its problem so that's something they need to change and that that's exactly what's happening right now that the european uh, european union has decided that they are go they want to move towards more of a environmental neutral practices 
they are now sanctioning countries which are not going to practice that uh, as much as they are going to do. But if you're going to see the charts, if you're going to see the data, they are European Union, USA, the West, basically the West uh, that also includes United Kingdom, that also includes Canada, most of the Western countries, they, they are the major pollutants as well. You see India, they are, we are not most of the con contributing countries to the global warming right global uh, carbon emission yeah global carbon emission or global warming so you see the hypo hypocrisy right there once they have uh, utilized to their needs now they are going to charge for the same thing which we they they don't have any use for it anymore now they are going to put sanction on the people who needs in order to get developed making sure or ensuring that the economies stay where they are and they are not developing so you see the hypocrisy lying right there how EU or Western is trying to control and why BRICS is also pushing back in terms of showing, you know, we are capable enough. If BRICS currency comes into play, it would be a huge blow to US dollar because then it won't be the only uh, dominant currency, a world currency. So the conspiracy here or uh, not the conspiracy, but what we are seeing here is fall of US dollar. And if BRICS happens, and I have seen that UAE also wants to be part of BRICS now. And that's a very interesting thing. If that I happens, Saudi the Arabia BRICS nation, yes, yes, yeah, uh, yeah, Saudi. But oh, if that happens, the whole geopolitical situation, uh, the world order is going to change. Russia and China, India, these are currently the most dominant uh, placeholder in the world no matter what people say no matter what uh, western media is showing but this is what is actually happening why until now people didn't recognize india why until now u.s government didn't allow any indian president this is the first time an indian uh, prime minister is appointed as a president of g20 country this is the first time india has been given such importance for BRICS. So, yeah, it's about uh, replacing U.S. dollar either by Chinese currency or Russian. So that's that's what's happening at this point in time. What is G20? I'm asking. I'm sorry. My my call was on mute. What is G20? So G20 is the alliance of 20 different economies, which comes together for a strategic alliance. Uh, I think it's uh, it's it, it's uh, meant for the global countries that are on the verge of uh, developing that comes in the developing countries but are on the verge of becoming developed okay uh so g20 group of 20 international government forum uh it works to address major issues related to global economy financial stability climate change or mitigation and sustainable development that's uh and Narendra Modi, like I said, has been appointed as uh, the chairman at this point, or the president of G20. So group one is Australia, Canada, Saudi Arabia, United States. Group two has India, Russia, South Africa, Turkey. Group three, Argentina, Brazil, Mexico. Group four, France, Germany, Italy, United Kingdom. And group five is China, Indonesia, Japan, and South Korea. These are the G20 nations. This is the first time India, an Indian prime minister already has that power right now.
that's fucking crazy it's very interesting if if people are interested in geopolitics you know it's a very interesting topic and that is something i would really love to discuss with priyank someday because i know from time to time when we were living together we we just used to sit in the living room and start discussing about geopolitics start discussing about finance start discussing about investments about Space. elon musk about whatever is happening in the market like it's just just a different kind of conversation when you have someone with you and who understands like, the market who understands on the topic really deep level in and like is yes yes <laughs> like <laughs> this is not even this is not even the surface which we have discussed about g20 or the geopolitics i mean it need it's a very broad topic and it, it goes very very deep and would, things yeah. change can things change very I mean, fast and yeah one of the agenda is, this is like the information which you want to see this is the information this is the information which you have access to imagine the information you don't know Im- imagine the information or the things that is happening behind the curtain and that's that's where exactly the most interesting aspect of geopolitical politics lies and that's what is very yeah. interesting to me but nowadays media is showing behind the curtain conversations uh so it, it's it's no, just no, no, starting no, no. it's just most starting of- i feel like yes uh most of most of the at least western media they are, they are only going to show good aspects their agenda yeah usa is good yes it's just agenda or propaganda news which they they always show they they don't uh, disclose the real news or they they are not going to show. they are always okay if you if you want a real life example look at uh, how they are covering the ukraine and russia uh, war right it's totally biased news which they uh, provide to the world they are only you- going to show why you yeah yeah they they only show uh, how russia is bad how they started the war how putin is doing everything bad and usa is trying to help no that's not the case let's say adil you are living beside dondu <laughs> <laughs> your worst enemy your worst enemy okay yeah. now you will be you will be obviously cautious about that you know he doesn't do damage to your house he doesn't do throw garbage in your house or you know you are you you will be yeah you will be very territorial about those things right yeah. usa usa with the alliance of european union and uh, what was the name of the, uh anyways but they were on the doorstep of russia and they were pushing ukraine to become part of uh nato what's the nato yeah nato nato right they they uh, ukraine wanted to be part of nato now if ukraine becomes part of nato that means usa is at the doorstep of russia what yeah. would you do right and that that has been happening for a very long time and usa and the west has been poking russia for a very long time now putin is not a person you want to poke so much putin will definitely retaliate and you are seeing the action right now this is the reason why war is happening not because putin is crazy asshole who wants to just grab the land just because he he can no it's not the reason the real reason is this because usa was trying to poke putin in so many different levels so many different times you don't want your enemy to be your, uh, to be your next door neighbor you don't want to be uh, looking over your shoulders all the time and that's one of the reason why this war has happened but that that is something you are not going to see in the western media and that's what i mean by showing only one part of the uh, one part of the reality they are not okay. going to show at the same time if 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 that's the case right uh, and if nato ukraine is not a nato uh, nato member 
but if you see uh, this is uh, ukraine is nothing but a proxy of usa in the war at this moment usa is the highest weapon supplier to ukraine at this point they are losing they are not going to show their they are, they are uh, making vladimir zelensky as this heroic uh, statue heroic yeah he, he, he heroic uh, Pro- propaganda idol. kind of but, yeah yeah but that's that's not the case he's just a puppet he cannot do anything he has to ask for he has to ask for weapons he has to ask for every single thing and uh, did you see that you didn't see but there recently came out a, a voice clip of uh, Vladimir Zelensky and Biden where Biden was scolding Zelensky for asking more help it's well, it's Biden was what Biden was scolding Zelensky for asking for more help during i think it was in uh, april march march or june some somewhere around that but you can see but but you can see there right uh ukraine is just proxy for the war against russia that's why russia is so much adamant to uh take over ukraine he doesn't want that he don't want nato to come to their neighborhood okay i i think even the congress united states congress also questioned uh the president the way he was handling the whole situation uh oh, they also told the whole uh demo, their 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 government uh to come up with another plan uh to like how to better deal with this situation because the way it was being handled he was it, it it looks like in like in the public eye that he was getting scolded by united states congress you know what i mean <laughs> so yeah i mean he's i don't feel like i feel like if us had trump or some another leader the situation have been in like very different uh path oh 100% no matter what you say about trump you know what i'm not big fan of trump but i'm not saying i hate trump i'm no i do not hate trump yeah, but same. at the same time you know trump was a person who who knows to show authority when there needs to be show trump understand where the ally is trump understand what's good for the country but at the same time if you look at biden he came up because uh trump was portrayed as misogynist maybe he is maybe he's not i don't know but you know but as an asshole that's how he got into power but biden doesn't have any kind of authority no one respects him man not even his own country has backed him again uh af- after running the polls i mean look at he he cannot make his own decisions he yeah, cannot say he's very no he's just a lackey you might have seen very clips yeah. where he fucks up uh, his speech so many times yes he yes. he tries to uh handshake to the same person more than twice i mean yeah it happens you are a human uh, but you are a freaking president of a country <laughs> he's at not this of a age, sound mind at this at moment this age you shouldn't be running as president of a country oh, that, that's the point right i have no uh, idea. that's a good question google <clears throat> but uh, yeah biden is not of a sound mind or body 80? at this point he's 80 years old yeah well oh, no man <laughs> he shouldn't be anywhere man. yeah <laughs> fuck man he's 80 years old oh my god yeah, yeah mean, he, he, oh. he has shown in public that he forgets a lot 
So, I mean, like how he is getting the work done. I know he has a lot of stuff around him. He just makes like, like I big said, shots. Like I said. But you still have, have your mental health, brain health, and good health, right? In order to make strategic decisions. You are, yeah, man, you have you yeah. have nuclear football. You have nuclear football. I mean, you cannot hand that to a crazy person. Okay, so here's the thing about, you know, Trump, when he was a president, they didn't give him respect or you know they they didn't serve him as a president he wasn't allowed to have a nuclear football or something you know he he didn't pro, uh, he wasn't provided with all the access or all the uh authority which a president Courts, has yeah. and that's but why that's because because people weren't were not happy that he became president it was all fluke even he didn't believe that he became president oh my god bro like if you if you of my life <laughs> bro wait 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 if you, if you don't know about this watch the document about uh trump see he was preparing to become a president for 20 years and he stepped into arena and he made it and he was shocked he was shocked that he became president <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing to see and now preparing yourself for two, two decades to become a president that's a huge thing right Biden, he ran for president, he lost. But now, because you didn't have, uh, USA doesn't have any good leadership at this point. No matter who comes, it's going to be fuck all. But at least if it was Trump, I believe that the war wouldn't have happened. We wouldn't be in such a bad shape. That that's my point. That's my point I of mean, view. Yeah, I don't agree that war wouldn't have happened because another aspect of that is. Uh, this was the right time for Russia and, and Putin knew that because this has not yeah. been in Putin's mind. Uh, like even in 2014, he was serious uh, about the Ukraine situation, yep. right? But he didn't do anything. Uh, and why he chose the pandemic is because uh, the renewable energy is uh, like we are, we are pushing on it, right? So in a couple de decades, the dominance of Russia, I want to connect one thing. So uh, Adil, do you remember I said that the West only serves its own purpose one, once it's done, they, they don't care about other people. So now yeah. they are, they're putting sanctions on people for using fossil fuels, using coal and everything. Uh -huh. They have, they are the major contributors, but now you see why it was right time for Russia to build in and get go into the action yeah. rather than waiting for more than so year. Russia Continue. has a lot of oil. Russia is also one of the big producer, right? Uh, yeah. So they knew that the dominance the they have over the world when it comes to oil, it's it's gonna it's not gonna stay for long. And this is the right time he can uh, fuck the world uh, if he cuts off the oil supply, right? He knew that Europe will be fucked and that's what happened. Uh, and and that's what I think Jay, Jay Shankar, external affairs minister, said that Europe thinks that uh, the world's problems are world's problem, while uh, uh, their problems are world's problems. Uh, so uh, another thing I think he said was that Europe is already buying oil because they can't cut off. Oh, he they is. can't yeah, cut they off. Are. They are they are relied on oil on, uh, on Russia even to this date, right? Uh, so if you buy oil, you you can buy oil because you can. If we buy oil, that's not fair. We are taking the wrong side in this war. Uh, what kind of hypocrisy is that? So that's what I think he pointed out. Uh, yes. Okay. And, and yeah.
and that is why i'm a big huge fan of the current government because they are showing you know what we are capable we don't have to justify our stand if you do not if we are not questioning you why are you questioning us we are just serving the people of our country you cannot meddle in our affairs because if you are yeah. treating us the same way we are going to treat us the same way. and that's why i respect the current government so much because they have done so much in terms of the international recognition they have put yeah. india as the front runner for everything man when when they announced the indian government Modi definitely as the president of g20 i was like holy shit man he became president of g20 man that's holy shit that's a huge deal that's a huge deal when external affairs minister was question about that you are buying so much oil from russia uh is it good are you, do you think that world is going to support you when there is a conflict between you and your neighbors and this was this was one of the best answer which i have heard from any indian person who is representing india on an international level was we are just buying uh, oils on a very small quantity amount of oil which europe buys in an afternoon is what we are buying in a month so you have to question them okay second thing which he mentioned was uh europe has to come out of the mindset that its problem is world problem but world's problem is not its own problem third thing which he mentioned was it's not that pakistan or china are very good neighbors man he put them online we have been attacked from time to time and no one came uh, uh stood with us so you cannot ask us i'm just looking out for my people who said that i'm not external affairs minister and and one of the agenda i'm, I'm looking K20. out for i'm i'm just looking out for my country so if i if i if russia is offering me a better deal i'm going to take it because it's going to help my country tomorrow if usa brings tomorrow if usa brings better deal we we will assess this uh, opportunity and we are going to decide based on the opportunities we have in the market so they are like Ah, I love it, man. Current nice. government is so ballistic, yeah. man. They are putting China in its place. They are putting Pakistan in its place. They are uh, aligning with uh, Russia with full frontal. If it was the old government, we we wouldn't have been such a good spot we are at this point. We wouldn't have that kind of recognition which we have at this point. so i mean amazing. for me i don't think it's government but i definitely feel that in indian government there have been more and more good leaders in recent time uh yeah current current and, government and while we were talking about china pakistan putting them in their place uh like one of the agenda of g20 is also terrorism right uh but till this date i think usa uh, financially support pakistan and they have supported them to kick out terrorists from their country they gave money to pakistan and what pakistan did is they sponsored terrorists instead of kicking them out of their country so that there are more terrorists and so that they can get more funds from united states fight them and and you and i mean it's silly that if you think that oh united states doesn't didn't use any of this i mean they have freaking like best intelligence agency in the world right so but but still to this date uh they are still playing good like they are still playing on being on good terms with pakistan so i mean this is another hypocrisy you, like you can see 
so so you need to understand you know those those small details you need to see those small details to understand what's going on in the geopolitical realm uh when usa or the west ask india to you know kind of side with them instead of siding with russia and india india made its stance very clear that at this point they are offering better deal we are going to take it and since they have been our alliance for a very long time dependable alliance not just alliance dependable alliance and that's russia i'm talking about uh so obviously we are going to prefer them over usa because usa is just putting the words but they are not taking the action so obviously we have more of an affection towards russia compared to what we have for usa small things which you need to notice is when uh india didn't side with usa how did it try to take revenge on uh india everyone knows that pakistan harbors terrorism even usa was there to kill osama they kill osama in pakistan they know they harbor terrorists and part of it uh, even usa is responsible for it when india didn't sign with usa how usa took revenge they they gave a uh, pakistani government f16 or some uh, aircraft deal F-16 there is no jet. need for, yeah. for yeah yeah f16 jet there was no need for them to you know make pakistan equally or not equally or at least close the gap between the yeah. uh, Mil- military mili- yeah military advantage yeah. yeah over to india now what's what's going to happen man they 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 just want to create chaos in this region so that india pakistan keeps on conflicting stays where they are instead of growing That's, yeah that's those hypocrisy like those are the small uh, tactics i mean you need yeah, to, on, on, you on need public, to see on on public that's what usa is actually reason, doing and saying on public display that's the reason why i don't like it was that okay yeah. here you go these are fights go fighters no. but you but what actually happened was that they used those fighter jets to fight against india yeah and yeah. and if you see just few months before when shahbaz sharif was appointed or became president biden didn't even took time to call him to congratulate him that uh, you know congratulations on becoming the new prime minister of pakistan or anything no because usa was not in good terms with pakistan at that point in time and that was just few months before this f16 deal was done so you see uh, uh, usa or the west only plays its parts or favors you when it has its own advantage and not when it is needed that if you wow. don't play according to wow. how they want then they you out there i mean it's just like what china does right? right i mean china uses the money yes. money trap uh, they lend money china, to uh, yeah. those countries who can't afford and that's how they trap them while how usa traps yep. them is through geopolitics if you don't do how they want you to then they are going to yeah, fuck you up it's... they are going to put you in bad position geopolitically so yeah. you have to do what they are telling you to or you have to find their enemy to offer you better deal to protect against them so then exactly. pakistan goes to china be like hey i want to hold your hand cuz usa is playing naughty with me and so then china goes like okay here you go uh, how much money do you want yeah and so yeah it's so, it's all geopolitics uh, how to use different countries as your pawn in, in in this in this chess in this game of chess true. and that's all it's about true 
you know this this one thing about china before we move to another topic but china you know china the development of china if you see it's been very you can say drastic um now develop so alliance between china and usa was very good until very recent time uh so china, usa was empowering china in order to tackle india so that india doesn't become an economy which can compete against them so this this was another way for uh, by usa to keep india in line or not so much developed by empowering the neighbors which have conflict with india that is china and uh, pakistan now china became such a big monster that it it is challenging usa at this point in time that's what they don't like and that's another reason why they also want india uh, india to not develop because if india also gets a status of developed country it's very easy for usa to just topple down and not be the most dominant country now one very uh, interesting thing one very interesting thing to see over here is china is very uh, china is also has alliance with russia and india has also has good alliance with russia pakistan is is you know is just you can say is a beggar i hate to say this but pakistan at this point is beggar they they cannot afford their own expenses at this point so whoever is going to offer them money they are going to side with them no matter whoever that is now interesting thing about this is uh, china and india they are both alliance with russia but china and india they are not alliance with them with each other themselves at this point it's very interesting thing okay man. it's just amazing anyways uh we will do I, i you know what we are going to do a geopolitics episode soon i have so many things that i would love to discuss there so many things i would love to do but uh, we're going back to the finance thing one thing i really wanted to talk about adil uh, and yeah. priyank both of you uh, i mean priyank you already know about this concept but here still the question is uh, so adil we are moving towards a day and age where humans won't have to work but you will still be paid money every month that's uh-huh. called universal basic income uh-huh. so you are free to do anything that you want to do uh, all of all the work is done by robots or something right so you are free to free to pursue your creative or you want to travel or whatever you want to do and you are getting paid every month a certain amount uh let's say $3000 a month you are getting paid by government no man you don't have to work for it Yeah. Or uh, what do you think about that world? Are you interested? Uh, what do you think would be your reaction? Or are you in for it? Or would you look for some work? Both of you, this question. Shoot. Bro, uh, I'll I'll take the question first. So I've heard about this idea of universal basic income. It's interesting. Um, I also feel like it is a very smart way to wipe out the human race, because. right now whoever is working they're working for a purpose somebody's working to put food on the table somebody's working to send their kids to a better school somebody's working to towards something towards a better life towards a better car a bigger house once all these needs are taken care of what do you even do with the money how much will you buy how much will you travel how much will you eat how much will you start doing drugs right so when you lose that purpose of life eventually you're just moving towards a death right second thing is like right now 
population is becoming a big thing so i feel if anything this is another way of curbing the population crisis in the future the problem is not going to be overpopulation but underpopulation uh, right now just statistically if you see there are so many females in uh, colleges and universities uh, but when females who are pursuing careers are dedicating their lives to their careers they aren't interested in starting families till the time that they're 32 35 so as you see the previous generations where women are having five kids and seven kids which is led to like population growing right now in the future because of women starting their families at 35 they're only they're only having like two children three children some families are just having one children right and now with universal basic income all these people all these things places coming along we're just moving towards a place where ai is going to become so much more dominant and the world is going to become so much more underpopulated i don't feel like we should let this become a thing and just defeat the human will of not having a purpose at all for doing anything <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's a really good an interesting take on universal basic income um first of all i i feel like it it it's still uh centuries away right uh it's not going to happen within within this century right so i mean there are so many there are so many blocks on on, on that path uh, to achieve that path and one major thing is what i will talked about that what human is going to do like they will lose their purpose which is basically if you talk uh like it's it's end of human race right if you if you say philosophically right uh so but like right now in in this meta universe right like everyone is like most people are doing work from home are not moving much uh not traveling much are uh, not doing much physical activities uh because of internet right so this is a problem in front of us and right now we are trying to find a solution how to uh how to grow in terms of as a as a human being uh given the current situation that this is a challenge if we don't move if we i mean like people in 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 16 centuries were fit right like they had they had abs all of them why because they were doing all the uh hard things like it was nothing to them like since the birth until they die right so it's really important for our mental health as well as our physical health as well as like it's it's basically de- it's defining how fast and how much we are going to grow as a human being our mental and physical health defines that right like when we talk about universal basic income that that era i mean it will still require geniuses in in, in that world right to develop those things right and geniuses you don't get geniuses like that like if you are if you are living in that kind of environment where there is way less physical activity that's how society is becoming everything is going uh, over the display virtual reality and all these things right so this is a problem and i think by that time we by by the time we reach to universal basic income i think we will be able to solve this challenge this will prepare us like to solve that challenge or to address that challenge 
and and how i think we we solve this challenge is just by knowing okay this is how world is working this is how society is working and it's not going in good direction and basically you start seeing changes from elementary school to uh working at a bigger companies right everything changes because this these things starts getting addressed as they become severe issue the only i think uh main uh worry is that before it answers i hope that we like we solve that bigger like challenge or not just this challenge but whatever challenge comes in in terms of governments how are they gonna do and so like for example like what elon must say right like they're gonna put a freaking computer on on the tesla uh ps5 and you can play games once uh once artificial intelligence once they will have their autopilot running you are you will have time to do other things right so they're gonna put ps5 so it's basically how you can utilize your time if not just for entertainment you can use that time to do other good things to achieve other good things uh, other uh, real problems that's out there in this world right as more things get automated the more products becomes uh, uh, gets produced at less cost without much human efforts uh so basically the more things get automated uh, we will be able to utilize our time uh to solve other challenges right so automation is really good uh for for human progress but it's but but it's like we have to make sure that we don't uh become obese and like do less physical activities and just sit on our desk right so that that shift in the mindset uh in the society uh has has to change uh they they have to know about this problem and and alter that like their lifestyle their mindset uh accordingly right right uh, very interesting take by both of you yes it's definitely a good thing that you will give time for people to think do whatever they want uh 100% that's true but at the same time it's like pushing the humanity backwards in time from where we actually came from so very interesting take by both of you we were supposed to cover only finance but we were able to talk a little bit about geopolitics i hope to bring a geo just a specific geopolitical episode for everyone as much as i'm interested i feel like even adil is interested in this topic so Wait. once again it was an amazing experience it was an amazing time discussing things with you thanks again for coming on the show priyank it was pleasure having you Yeah, man, Priyank, it was really nice having you. And bro, like geopolitics. Oh my god, it completely blew my mind. I was, right. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for it. I, you know what? Uh, so, so we are going to do a show. We are going to do an episode where I'll be talking about geopolitics, starting from very beginning to what we have in this current point. Uh, we are going to make one episode. But for next. next episode please tune in if you are interested in mental health we are going to share our experience we are going to share our journey in mental health and once again this was on the show and everyone have a good day on the line on the line on the show on the show on the line on the line on the, on the show on the show bola i know
ऑन द लाइन है ना शो का नाम आई नो आई नो बट ऑन द शो 